It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With a vast library of over 1,200 events from boxing's most notable bouts of all time, Boxing TV melds the past greats with today's promising young stars. Boxing TV is the free, go-to destination for everything boxing, including classic bouts, live events, and news and information. Boxing TV is available on Local Now, Distro TV, Sports.TV, Select TV, and www.watchboxing.tv. Follow Abrams Boxing on social media at Abrams Boxing on Twitter, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, and at Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. This is Mark Ames, a uh, little technical difficulty, um, another edition of the Ames Boxing Show. Uh, this week, we got two good guests, uh, Carlos Castro, the once-beaten featherweight. He would take on Brandon Figueroa this Saturday night on Showtime, and also Avery Sparrow, a lightweight now moving down to junior lightweight, would take on William Foster III on July 23rd at the film right down the street here in Philadelphia. So let's get the news and results of the weekend. Uh, first big one was a big upset down in Australia where Jay Opataya won the IBF Cruiserweight title with a 12-round unanimous decision over longtime champion Myris Breedis. Scores are 116-112, 115-113, and 116-112 for uh, Opataya. It was a tremendous fight. It really, really was. I fought. He said from round two on with a jaw, you know, could have been uh, uh, in the fight, but he broke his jaw very possibly in two places, but he was able to uh, withstand and put had a good game plan, move, land some good shots. Uh, yeah, he bloodied Breedis also. It was a real bloody fight, but Opatai is your new IBF Cruiserweight Champion of the World. Uh, also, Saturday afternoon, or Saturday afternoon here in the United States, WBO number one ranked heavyweight Joe Joyce uh, returned from a layoff to pound Christian Hammer, stopping him in round number four. Uh, his time was 120. Joyce now uh, 14-0 with 13 knockouts. And look for him to get a big fight very, very soon. Probably his next fight, whether – I don't know if it's going to be a title fight, but he's in line for a big fight. If I mean, Tyson Fury – can't get into the United States, and Joyce is with Frank Warren, and uh, uh, Fury's with Frank Warren as well. Could be an easy fight to make, but you know, right now Fury said he's retired. Actually, uh, read something today he could be uh, on his way back to the WWE in October, uh, as they have a big event in Wales, I believe. And uh, it's very possible Tyson Fury could be appearing there this week. Uh, Get back in the swing of things after a um, relatively light weekend last weekend due to the 4th of July holiday weekend. Hope, hopefully everyone had a safe and sound and healthy 4th of July weekend. But this week, Derek Tezora, 32-12 with 23 knockouts, takes on Kubrat, pull off 29-2. That fight is a rematch of uh, a fight won by pull off a couple years back, also on the card will be a rematch between Israel Madrimov, and, uh, who's 8-0 with six knockouts, and Michelle Soro, 35-3-1-24 knockouts. Uh, Madrimov won a very controversial stoppage. Uh, turns out that he may have hit Soro after the bell, all kinds of craziness. Soro was doing well in the fight, but uh, Michelle Soro uh, and um, 
Israel Madrimov will be getting it on as the co-feature this Saturday on the zone uh, as the chief support to Derek Chisor to Kubra Pulov. This Saturday from San Antonio, Texas, Mark Magsayo, 24-0-16 knockout, will take on former world champion, 5-0-22 in a battle for the WBC featherweight championship that's held by Magsayo. Should be an interesting fight. You got the tall, rangy uh, Vargas taking on Max Sayo, who battled against Gary Russell back in January. It could be a very interesting contest. I think I'm going to lean toward Ray Vargas a little bit style. Maybe just uh, maybe a little bit too tricky for Mark Max Sayo, but it should be a great fight. Two undefeated fighters going at it for the WBC Featherweight Championship of the World. Also on the card will be... Uh, Brandon Figueroa taking on Carlos Castro. Figueroa, the former 122-pound world champion, moving up to featherweight, 22-1-1 with 17 knockouts. Taking on Carlos Castro, 27-1 with 12 knockouts. We talked to Carlos Castro. Uh, give me one minute. I just want to tell you what the opening bout will be. Frank Martin will take on Jackson Marinez. Marinez is going to be a late replacement for Ricardo Nunez, who I understand had trouble getting into the so um we will see um martin take on jackson marinez and marinez for giving roly romero a good fight as i mentioned the co-feature of the big showtime will pick uh brandon figaro with carlos castro and i had a chance to talk to carlos castro earlier this week and uh, this is how it sounded now joining me on the line is featherweight contender Carlos Castro, who takes on Brandon Figueroa on Saturday night, July 9th in San Antonio in a WBC elimination bout, live on Showtime Championship Boxing. Carlos, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank you guys for having me. Good, good. I, I appreciate your time. Uh, so talk about this fight coming up with, on July 9th against uh, the former champion at 122 pounds, Brandon Figueroa. You know, I think it's going to be a good, interesting fight. You know, I think people aren't going to want to miss this fight. You know, I think this fight has fireworks written all over it. Talk about, uh, you know, well, first we'll start with you. Your last fight, you lost a very narrow split decision to Luis Neri back on back in February. Talk about that fight. You were, you know, um, you know, a point here, a point there from from getting the getting your hand raised in February. No, yeah, you know, we were. It was a narrow decision, you know. Um, he was just a better man that night, you know. He came in with his game plan, you know. Like I said, he was just a better man, and he just um, really narrowed the decision, you know. But we're looking forward to this fight. Um, that's the past. The past is the past, and I'm looking forward to my future. I think you're the first guy I've ever interviewed who's lost by like one point. Who said that the other guy may have won? That's I've never had. I've never heard that before. Um, so that, that's kudos to you, Brandon Figueroa, coming up from 122 pounds. What's he bring to the table? You know, he brings his relentless attack, you know, his nonstop punching, his attack. Um, I think that's that's what he brings to the table. You know, he wants to he wants to get his name back up there. He wants to be crying at 126. And I want the same, you know, if the opportunity's here, the opportunity came for me to come up at weight as well. At 126, you know, I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah, you've uh, you, you've been up and down in terms of you've been one, you know, in the 121, 122, 120, up to 126. What Weight suits uh, you best? You know, I think either one. You know, um, I make the 122 pound good, you know, but the 126, you know, they're giving you an, an extra, a couple extra pounds. So 
it feels great, you know, it feels great. You know, we've been making the weight easy, you know. We're only like two pounds away, which camp that means camp's been going tremendously well, you know. Um, we're ready, we're ready for, for a good action packed fight. Now, for a lot of your career, you were fighting on the local Phoenix scene up until like the May last, you know, three fights or so. Uh, what's it been like, kind of a, not only stepping up the level of competition, you know, you fought on pay per view cards, now you're fighting on uh, Showtime Championship boxing. What's it been like the last day, year and a half, two years, you know, since you've been fighting in these more high profile um, uh, contests? You know, it's been good, man. You know, um, a dream come true. You know, any fighter that's coming down from the bottom, you know, it's something they always dream. It's something they always look up to, you know, um, watching your favorite fighters fight on TV. And now you're doing it. So it's a dream come true. You know, it's a big motivation for me. You know, why? Because um, I can inspire younger people and younger fighters who maybe think that their career is stuck or maybe think that they're not getting anywhere because they keep fighting in local shows or whatever. But, you know, sooner or later, the door will open. And as soon as the door opens, you know, take advantage of it and live your dream, man. What Beside the obvious jump up in competition, what's been the biggest adjustment? Is it like doing stuff like what we're doing, the interview request? Uh, what's, what's been kind of like the biggest adjustments from, you know, going from that level to the pay-per-view, the showtime, that, that type of level? No, yeah, I think it's the interviews. You know, the interviews were like, hey, you got an interview here, you got an interview there. Which they're pretty cool, you know, but for someone that's not really talkative or someone that is not really into interviews and stuff like that, like, it's kind of like, oh, snap, I got an interview. What do I do or what do I say? But, you know, I've been getting comfortable to it. I know you're not looking past this fight. Obviously, you have a tough customer in front of you, Brandon Figueroa. But I'm sure, you you, you know, especially if you win, uh, are you going to uh, rush out to watch the, the main event, which is the WBC featherweight championship bout between Mark Magsayo and Ray, Ray Vargas? Of course, you know, of course, you know, I have some of my family there. So, of course, you know, hopefully we win. Everything comes out as planned, you know. We got to rush out there because this is a WBC title eliminator, and hopefully everything goes well. We'll get the winner. What, 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 do you think the featherweight they've ever seen Gary Russell ha- has ha- had that title unlocked for, for quite a long time? Magsayo comes in there to, to – um, to upset him back in January. Do you feel now that, that the kind of the featherweight division is wide open? Do you see a guy to beat in the featherweight division? No, I I, th- I think the featherweight division is another hard division because, like you say, you got- I think we're as well. You got um, Ray Vargas, who just think it's a pack. They're like, you just fight your way up there. Do you have a prediction for, for the main event? I'm not really. But, oh, man. We're, we're losing you. I think you're, you're, dri- you're, not, you're driving into a, a bad cell area, I think. Do, do we have you back, uh, Carlos? Yeah, you're, you're, kind, you're breaking up pretty bad. Maybe we'll just... We'll, we'll end it there. Hold on. Let's see. We'll, get, we'll give, give you 10 seconds to see if we can get you back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There. Now you're a little bit better. So so uh, you, you, we're asking you a prediction for the main event. Okay. Prediction of uh, Xayo edge it out, but in a hard competitive fight, we're very
artist. So if, if obviously I know your prediction is for your fight, your prediction for Mark Magsayo. So can we see uh, Mark Magsayo, Carlos Castro later in the year for the WBC featherweight title? Is that what, that's what you think is going to happen? Yes, of course. You know, if everything goes well, you know, I, I never look past right. You know, we got Brandon Fury in front of us, but if everything goes well and if everything goes as planned, that those are the plans. You know, I would love to fight Mark Magsayo. Why not? There you have it. Anything you want to say to the fans in closing before we let you go? Where are you, where are you driving to? Driving, I, I assume, uh, now, the, the gym. Well, yeah, we're just getting out the gym. There you go. What, uh, what do you want to say to the fans in closing? Um, that you guys aren't going to want to miss this fight. You know, you guys got a great main event, but as well, you guys got a, I think, even better co-main event. You know, you guys got Brandon Figueroa, you guys got me, two Mexican fighters that are going to go at it and that want to do the best to go get another title shot. There you have it. Thank you, Carlos Castro, for a few minutes of time. We wish you best of luck. Looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night, July 9th at San Antonio, Texas, live on Showtime Championship Boxing. Take it on Brandon Figueroa for the WBC Eliminator in the Featherweight Division. Thank you and good luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you. There you have it, Carlos Castro. Very good interview. Nice young man who uh, – Gets a big opportunity Saturday night, win, and a title shot is his. So uh, we'll be uh, lo looking at that. I kind of like Figueroa a little bit in this fight. He just, uh, you know, he, you know, he's got one loss, and it was a very close decision to Stephen Fulton. And we know how good Fulton is. And uh, so I mean, I, I kind of I'm leaning Figueroa. So I'm liking uh, go back to Pulev. I'll take in. Um, I'll take Polev, my dream off in, in the fights uh, from England. We'll go Max, we'll go uh, Vargas, we'll go Figueroa, and we'll uh, I guess go go Frank Martin in the opening contest against Jackson Mourinho's. Uh, also, uh, uh, ProBox TV's back on Friday night, I believe, or Saturday night. Caesar Francis 10-0 taking on the former world champion Ray Beltron. 37-9 and 123 knockout sets from Plant City, Florida. Some news and notes. Uh, Shakur Stevenson will defend his WB, uh, WBO uh, his titles, his, his unified titles, against Robson Conceição. That play will take place September 23rd, most likely at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, and televised on one of the ESPN platforms on September 30th. Uh, 23rd. Jake Paul, uh, Tommy Fury, I don't think it's going to happen. And as of this recording, just about a half hour before the recording of this um, this uh, podcast, it's been reported by Sports Illustrated that Jake Paul may fight Hasim Rahman Jr., who's 12-1, and one, legitimate fighter, big heavyweight, guys fall as high as about 260-something pounds, uh, I guess Rockman's going to, uh, I don't know, he's going to boil himself down the cruiserweight. I don't know if it's going to be a uh, a um, a catchweight somewhere in maybe the low 200. So we'll see. But could be uh, Jake Paul against Hasim Rockman Jr. That, again, is the um, rumors going around after Tommy Fury was not able to get into the country, get onto a plane for the press conference. Jake Paul's like the heck with this. Uh, no more waiting around. This is the second time he's been stood up, uh, uh, you know, but for lack of a better term, by by uh, Tommy Fury, and they're going to go at it. He's going to go at it with Hasim Rahman Jr. Uh, Mikey Re Garcia, as we announced at the very end of last um, show, Mikey Garcia has retired. He put on his 
Instagram page uh, where you see underneath the uh, bio says retired world champion, 126, 130, 135, 140 pounds. So best of luck in the retirement for Mikey Garcia. A good, uh, you know, a good show that isn't being televised by one of the major networks is going to take place on Saturday night, July 23rd, an eight round main event featuring Philadelphia super featherweight Avery Sparrow, 11-3-4 knockouts, taken on Showbox. Uh, guy just won on Showbox. William Foster III, 14-0-9 knockouts. That place, that fight will take place at the Fillmore in in Philadelphia, right on uh, Columbus Boulevard there. It's going to be a, a tremendous fight. I mean, a fight like that that's not on a network TV is uh, it's a real coup for hard-hitting promotion, so it should be a terrific night of action on on um, July 23rd. And one of the participants in that main event is the aforementioned Avery Sparrow. And I had a chance to go down to the gym and visit with Avery Sparrow. And this is what he had to say. Here with Avery Sparrow on July 23rd, taking on William Foster III, main event, the Fillmore. Uh, big fight, big fight in Philadelphia. How you feeling? feel great. Um, ready, prepared. Got a good training, good training camp going on. Um, Nice preparation for the fight. Um, feeling good, ready to um, excited, ready to get um, get in the ring and show my show my talent and my skills. It's been a while since I've been in tip top shape, so um, I'm feeling great about this opportunity to display my talents in front of my hometown crowd. I haven't fought in Philly in a long time since I fought Hank, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. You're coming off a big win. You just went into Pittsburgh, defeated a kid, uh, Matt Conway, is 21-2, the hometown kid. Yep. What, what did that do for your confidence? Um, um, it was just good to get back on the winning side of things. Um, as far as my confidence, I never really um, lost my confidence and stuff like that because I was fighting at the top level. Um, but I knew I wasn't in shape, and I was in there. I, those are the fights that I actually could have won, but I just wasn't in shape. So it just felt good to be on the um, on the back on the on the side of, on the back on the good side of winning things. You know what I'm saying? So that's all it was. Foster's a quality fighter. He's actually come into this town before and beat Donald Smith. Uh, you know, that may, maybe a little similar to you. Like he, he's a guy who looks like he'll he'll take on anyone anywhere, kind of like you are. Um, we'll talk about William Foster the third. What does he bring to the table? Um, I don't see too much that he brings to the table. I mean, he's an undefeated guy. Um, he wants to keep his uh, his O. So he's going to come hungry, but um, there's, there's levels to boxing, you know what I mean? He did beat Donald Smith, but um, Donald Smith hasn't fought the level of opposition that, um, that, that I fought. He's a great fighter. Donald Smith is a great fighter, but I've been on a different level. I fought higher level caliber fighters, and um, it's just a totally different, totally different intensity level in fights and totally different level of boxing that I don't think that he's been on yet. And, um, and him coming to my hometown... And him, him being able, being willing to take on, you know what I mean, anybody in, in f tough fights like this, it, it's 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 good. It's good for him to do that. But I just think he bit off more than he can chew this fight, and um, he'll learn. What is it about you? I mean, you've only had 14 fights. People think you've been around forever right. because because you've been you've been taking on probably tough fighters probably since your fifth, sixth fight, and you've right. been, you know, going on the road fighting guys, Orlando Romero, all kinds of guys. Mm -hmm. What, what, what where did that mentality come from? Um, well, I've, I've had a lot of amateur fights and stuff like that, so um, I fought a lot of top guys in the amateurs, so I knew my, my talent and my skills were there, and I always felt like the same, the same, the same as a guy like uh, 
Willie Romero can hurt you the same as a guy that's 0-1 or 11-11. It's the same thing. They, they could do the same thing. They hurt you. So what's the point of fighting that guy, taking the same risk, and when I could fight somebody that has a risk but a higher reward? You know what I'm saying? You obviously the win against Conway will give you a couple of that if you are successful on July 23rd. Where does that put you in the mix? Um, hopefully we can start getting, getting back in uh, fighting guys in the top five, top ten. Um, get bigger fights again, get back on uh, national televised uh, events and cards and stuff like that, and um, just go from there. Take it one fight at a time like we've been doing, you know what I mean? Maybe if you rack up a few in a row, maybe, maybe that Ryan Garcia fight comes back around. Uh, we're not too focused on Ryan Garcia. We're focused on the belt. So anybody at 130 that has a belt, you know what I mean, um, more like – at 130, like the Shakurs, the Valdezes, and um, the guys like that at 130. I'm, I'm not going to go to uh, 35 just yet until I can get an uh, opportunity at a, um, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a major title. So you're, gonna, you're sticking at 130? I'm sticking at 130 for right now, yeah. Do you, I don't, don't want to use the word regret, but some of those fights you took at 135, do you... Um, I don't know if regret's the word, but do you, you sit back and say to yourself, you know, maybe I should have stuck around 30? No, absolutely not, because those fights that I took, were fights that, that allowed me to grow as a man, as an individual, not only in the ring, but outside the ring. So I kind of needed those fights to get back focused on my career, get back focused on other things outside the ring other than just boxing, you know what I mean? So there's no regrets in anything that I've, that I've done. It's always just life lessons and learning. What do you want to say to the fans in closing? We'll see you on July 23rd right down the road here at the film. Yeah, July 23rd, come out. It's going to be a uh, wonderful fight. Uh, bunch of great fights on the card it's going to be exciting everybody's going to give their all and it's going to be a wonderful show so come out and support july 23rd there you have it the main event a great main event we just spent the pressure less i actually used the word mouth watering because it's undefeated guy against you know avery can beat anyone on any time and he's proven that It'll be a great fight on saturday july 23rd at the fillmore avery thank you for a few minutes of time and we'll see you then thank you there you have there you have it. Avery Sparrow takes on William Foster III. We'll get William Foster III on next week or so. Uh, quick uh, news and notes. WBO featherweight champion Emmanuel Navarrete, 35-129 and knockouts, will defend his world title against Eduardo Baez, 21-2-2. That will take place August 20th at the Pachanga Arena in San Diego and uh, be on one of the ESPN networks. Super welterweight Liam Smith, 31-3-1 and with 18 knockouts, former world champion, uh, will has officially signed with Boxer. He was just with Matchroom. Uh, so he'll be looking to uh, face uh, maybe getting the Jamel Charlo sweepstakes at, at some point. Uh, the WBC um, got note that Josh Taylor is going to relinquish their 140-pound world championship. Then – that will set up a title fight, a rematch between Jose Ramirez and Jose Zapata, the terrific first fight that they had uh, a couple years back uh, that saw Ramirez <coughs> me, win and, and get his get his titles and uh, be an excellent fight. Uh, finally, Jarrell Big Baby Miller will be back in action. He just won a 10 round announced decision down in Argentina. He will take on... Um, an opponent be named in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, he just won on June 23rd. This fight will take place on July 23rd. Uh, so that about wraps it up this week. I want to thank my two guests who joined me, Carlos Castro, who takes on Brandon Figueroa this Saturday night live on Showtime as part of the big triple header that will be featured 
by Mark Magsayo taking on Ray Vargas for the WBC Featherweight Championship. Also, Avery Sparrow, who, uh, again, we fight in July 23rd against undefeated William Foster III live in Philadelphia at the Fillmore. Fans, if you're in the area, that's a, definitely a great fight to come check out on July the 23rd. So I'd like to thank everyone who's tuned in to watch. Uh, keep an eye out on Abrams Boxing on YouTube. All my social media, we'll, see, we'll have a lot of interviews going on this week. Uh, I was down at the gym, interviewed a bunch of the fighters that are going to be on the July 23rd fight at the Fillmore, plus the promoter Manny Rivera from Hard Hitting Promotions. So I'd like to thank everyone who's watching this week. Tune in this next week for the Abrams Boxing Show and uh, enjoy the fights this weekend.